0: Hey, thanks for being here. I'm Serena Wells and I'm here to tell you about the Power by Her community because it's so much more than a podcast. We have monthly lunches full of encouragement and inspiration, quarterly events focused on celebrating women in our community and sharpening our entrepreneurial skills. In early 2022, we're launching our very first annual women's business conference where we will be bringing you amazing guest speakers and offering some breakout sessions that will help us improve our businesses. We want you to partner with us and join the community and the best way to do that is to head over to join.poweredbyhercommunity.com and become a supporter of the community. You can support us for as little as a dollar a month but if you jump in at a higher level there'll be extra opportunities and experiences you'll get. Take a minute right now and head over to join.poweredbyhercommunity.com. Now Tiffany is going to interview another smart, strong, entrepreneurial woman in our community. Thanks for being a part of what we're doing to bring inspiration and community to professional women.
1: Welcome back to Power by Her. I'm Tiffany Anton from the Biz Foundry and I have Lindsay Cox in today, CEO of The Company Lab or The CoLab in Chattanooga. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for
2: being here today. Thanks so much for
1: having me. So this is kind of like a homecoming for you.
2: Yes, you're, very much uh, so. You're a,
1: an Upper Cumberland girl at heart. Yes, yes. And so you um, grew up in this area.
2: Yes, yeah, so my uh, my family is from Livingston, Tennessee, um, and my, my great-grandparents, so spent my summers growing up in Livingston uh, around Dale Hollow Lake, and then uh, moved to Cookville in high school, so graduated from Cookville High School, and then... Um, Stayed for Tennessee Tech. So, and you, I, you went here for undergrad and master's. Yeah, undergrad, and then I uh, was in, did my MBA at Tech, which was fantastic, and um, did a little reminiscing about grad school days yeah. uh, earlier, which was also really nice. So, it, it does kind of feel like coming home and yeah. getting to uh, walk around like the town square and downtown and, and Biz Foundry and just to see everything that's been going on here is so fantastic. That's awesome. Yeah. So, the collab is kind of a, a a sister partner of the Biz Foundry. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So we're we're kind of like Chad Chattanooga's version of Biz Foundry. Um, and uh, as as folks may or may not know, um, I came pr- prior to my role at CoLab was was with an organization called Launch Tennessee, which is a statewide uh, umbrella for innovation and entrepreneurship organizations. And so uh, had a prior relationship with the Biz Foundry from that, and also a prior relationship with CoLab. So I'm really excited to have moved from kind of that that statewide role to more of a community-focused role uh, in Chattanooga. So from Tennessee Tech, you worked for the state for a little bit, yeah. and that kind of got your feet wet
1: into yeah. the, the real world, I guess. If you yeah, know.
2: yeah, I did a did a, did a few years stint at the comptroller for the state of Tennessee in the uh, Office of Bond Finance, so very sexy, yeah, of course. Yes, um, yes. And then was able to transition over to Launch Tennessee, uh, where I really just uh, fell in love with economic development and, and specifically with tech-based economic development and economic development as, you know, innovation and entrepreneurship as that creation mechanism. So
1: let's, let's look at a little bit of the, the Launch Tennessee. I don't mm-hmm. think a lot of people in the Upper Cumberland know mm-hmm. what Launch Tennessee is. Sure. Um, realize that a lot of the opportunities that the Biz Foundry is able mm-hmm. to provide are because of Launch Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so how, how would you describe what yeah. ten- Launch
2: Tennessee is? Yeah, I'd love to get to do the like big overview of, yeah. of economic development. So um, Launch Tennessee is almost like the state's arm for for tech-based, for entrepreneurship-based economic development. So rather than live at, at state ECD, economic and community development, with, which folks may be familiar with, um, Launch Tennessee kind of exists outside that as a public-private partnership to kind of act on the state's behalf to fund and implement and do really cool things around innovation and entrepreneurship. And one of those things that Launch Tennessee uh, is charged with doing is, is to help fund and manage Uh, set goals, work together, create a network with entrepreneurship centers around the state. And so Biz Foundry is one of those and CoLab is one of those. And there's seven seven seven, of them now. And, uh, you know, Tri-Cities, Tennessee has just kind of opened Mm -hmm. over the
1: last year. Yeah. And so then that's another partner that we've been able to work with and kind of come in. Um, One of the great things with that is that between we can kind of use our resources together mm-hmm. so the upper cumberland growing mm-hmm. up here you mm-hmm. know it's pretty remote mm-hmm. they're you know livingston's even more so than mm-hmm. in cookville and driving up from chattanooga you drove through uh-huh. the speed trap of spencer yes you know and so spencer doesn't have the resources mm-hmm. necessarily that even cookville does and mm-hmm. cookville doesn't have the resources that chattanooga does mm-hmm. and so how do you think that the the statewide system has really kind of worked yeah for us
2: well i think you can leverage it for a few things you can leverage it for mentors in particular, which I think is really helpful just in terms of resource sharing, right? So if we get somebody in the door in Chattanooga that we're not quite sure how to help, we can reach out to y'all and see if you guys have somebody in your network that might be better connected or better able to assist them. But I also think it helps in terms of piloting programs, right? If we have a little more uh, resources, maybe we can try something out and say, hey, this is actually really effective. Um, we should think about implementing here and how could we go about doing that at at all the the entrepreneurship centers around the state or whoever it might be viable for. So um, I know those things have been really, in my opinion, have come in really handy as just learning opportunities that Mm -hmm. we can all kind of share and grow rather than us all having to kind of forge our own path and then be like, oh, you know, this thing didn't work. And it just helps you learn the lessons a little bit faster. So you made the choice a few years ago to leave Launch Tennessee and you Mm -hmm. went
1: to D.C. Yeah. Um, from Nashville to yeah. DC, and you lived in DC through the pandemic. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and so what was the choice to come back to Tennessee?
2: Yeah, so I, I had left Launch Tennessee, I had been re- recruited to the um, Department of Commerce to the Federal Office of Innovation and Entrepreneurship, which is which for me was really cool. You know, I, I have a huge a,
1: jump in your career, I'm huge sure. huge jump
2: in my career. And I, I felt really Invested at that point that my path was economic development and specifically economic development around innovation and entrepreneurship as a job creation tool. So I was like, I'm going to go to DC and I'm going to learn what launch Tennessee's what the biz foundries what the co-labs all over the country are doing and I'm gonna take those best practices back to Tennessee eventually. That yeah. was kind of the plan. Yeah. Um so I did get to do that. I got to do that for about twenty months. Um but the role at, at the company lab opened up and so it was just too good an opportunity to to make our way back to Tennessee and um my, my husband, Joe, and I had always said, if we moved back to Tennessee, it would be really cool to try somewhere other than Nashville, maybe Chattanooga. And so it felt very uh, fateful yeah. that that, that uh, CEO role would come open and I so, would be in a position.
1: So you kind of have a, a national look at things and mm-hmm. a Tennessee Um I have never worked in entrepreneurship or economic development anywhere else besides the state of Tennessee. But I will ask people, well, what's a launch Tennessee? Some, you know, where what's what do they have in North Carolina? Yeah, and I, I maybe I'm just a little biased, but I feel like Tennessee has something that other, not very many other places have.
2: Yeah, it was actually really uh, great and life affirming to go to DC and be like oh, wait, we're actually doing this really, really well in Tennessee. I mean, there, there are always like lessons you can take or just cool things you see specifically in terms of like maker spaces or, or what other states are doing in the capital space or around angel investing. Like, I, th- I think those lessons kind of resonated with me. Um, but what we are doing here in Tennessee is very impressive and has been a model for a lot of other states. So I think we were we're pretty advanced. I mean, because Launch Tennessee has been around now for... Uh, several years, you know, it grew out of the Haslam administration. So, um, you know, not not all states have kind of gotten on board yet with, with how transformative this work can be. Yeah. So um, you've been back at in Chattanooga now for how ten
1: weeks. Ten this weeks. is week ten, so yeah. a, a, a couple months now. Yeah. <laughs> where do you think? Do you think Lindsay at ten years old? What was her her goal, her vision?
2: Did she want to be a CEO? Was she what? Was she bossy? Yeah. Was she going to, want to be a leader? Kind probably. of probably. Yeah. No. I think I've I've always been um, extremely chatty and extremely curious. So I'm one of those people that I love to know everything I can know, and sometimes to the point where. think folks are like, wait, why are you asking me so many questions? And it doesn't come from a place of, you know, wanting to like exploit the information or anything like that. It's because I'm so genuinely curious and, um, have, have kind of treated my career like that. So my, my undergrads in accounting, I have an MBA. I started at launch and, you know, in finance, I moved into more innovation programming and then moved into a government relations role because I just kept learning a little bit about stuff and being like, this is so great. And, and, and I think that's the right way to develop talent too, to just l- let it kind of find what it's good at and yeah. then double down. And so, um, you know, it eventually got at, at lunch in see to where I was, uh, had, had, kind of started the government relations department there, um, through a grant from Kaufman foundation, which is very generous of them, uh, and then was also leading operations and then was also running 3686, the technology conference, which I just developed you know, kind of a weird knack and love for doing. Um, But yeah, I think 10-year-old Lindsay would be very happy that I get to do so much. Shameless plug for 3686. Lindsay and I will both be there. Yes, we'll be Um, there. And that's
1: coming up in September the 21st through the 24th. And tickets are still available so people can check out that. Yeah,
2: yeah. I'm so glad that that conference is... um, I I led it in 2018 and 2019. And so, you know, 2020, it was virtual. I'm so excited it's going to be back in person in 2021.
1: And the the thing that I love is that you are in downtown Nashville (laughs) on Broadway. You're with your, you know, other entrepreneurs. It's just this exciting atmosphere. Um, How do you think your role is going to change now from being... A CEO of the, the co-lab instead
2: of just... Instead of at launch yeah. and a statewide mean, It'll probably be a
1: lot uh, more uh, relaxing at 3686. I think it'll be much more <laughs> relaxing
2: for me at 3686. Although I tend to get very... Um, I love to be in the thick of things. So yeah. I uh, sometimes it's hard for me to relax. Like yeah. even a vacation. I can't go to the beach because I like, can't sit. I have to go to like a city and walk. Yeah. Um, but no, I think it'll be great and... Uh, I mean, it has been interesting going from a statewide role in, or, or a nationwide role into like more of a community role where you're beholden to that community. And that, you know, that inspires me every single day to just do the best I can on behalf of all the folks in the greater Chattanooga region. Um, so
1: how do you think so you have um, it was there was a, a male in your in the CEO role before mm-hmm. you. How do you think that that is going to change or what do you strive to kind of. Changed the layout of being a, a female in the leadership role there. Yeah,
2: I'm I'm so excited to be the first female CEO of of CoLab. Um, you know, I I think it is going to help just in terms of having that representation with the companies that we're even meeting with because. I think we've all experienced this as women or women in business, women in small business, women in entrepreneurship, when there's another woman in the room, it it feels different and it just feels a little more comfortable. And I think specifically from a capital perspective too, as we think about funding for our companies, um, knowing that there's a female female CEO at CoLab and that maybe that is gonna attract some more diverse capital in as well will be an impactful
1: Avenue. That's awesome. I'm really excited to kind of see, um, how, how you can advocate for the women of your community and just in a different way. And I I don't think, you know, I think that there is, like you said, a lot of those times you go into these investor meetings (laughs) and you know, there's one female or two females mm-hmm. in the room. And so it's just, it's nice to have another one at the yeah. table. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah. So what do you see um, your role? I mean, you've had a lot
2: of mm-hmm. changes in the past 10 years. What yeah. do you see in
1: the next five to 10 years? Yeah. So
2: what, we're, I'm, I'm in the process of getting a new strategic plan approved for, for CoLab, we're going through that process right now with our board. And I really am just looking forward to executing on that. We've we've laid out some big goals and some, you know, ambitious Things we want to accomplish, and also formalized a little bit more of, of who CoLab is in the in the kind of. Sp- Space. We have a lot of other organizations in Chad which is fantastic. We get to work hand in hand with such great partners, but we want to make sure we're articulating what our value is and what our value proposition is and and how we can help entrepreneurs. And so I think over the next five years, we're going to be doing a pretty kick ass job at that. I think
1: it's very interesting. Like
2: (laughs) you are doing, you know, figuring
1: out your value proposition. You're doing what you tell all your entrepreneurs to do. And so, you know, sometimes, as Jeff Brown says, you eat your own dog food, you know. (laughs) So,
2: yes, I'm like living and breathing the entrepreneurial experience yeah, right now. which is awesome. <laughs> I love the fact that you have these goals.
1: Um, one of the things that you have coming up is startup week. Yeah. So tell me kind of, and this is the first time that you you're in this capacity. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I'm so excited. So, you know, Colab is really the steward of startup week on behalf of the, the city, but it is a it is a, a truly a community wide event. And what, What's different for me is coming from a background with 3686 where I kind of curated every single piece of content or all the you know all the vendors we worked with and all the speakers we had in this role you know, Collab curates a handful of pieces, a lot of our main stage programming, but then we source events from the community, and anyone can really apply and say, "Hey, this is what I want to contribute to Startup Week." You know, I want to do a panel or a workshop or a keynote, and and we are just the stewards of that. We get to put it all on the schedule, arrange it in pieces that make sense, help them coordinate venues, help them find a great audience, help market it to the masses. Um, but it is. I think it is just a little bit more and a little bit different. So yeah. I'm really excited that this will be my first year, uh, you know, leading the team that gets to execute on such a meaningful event for the community. So is
1: Startup Week open to, you
2: know, anybody? Can can people find? Yeah, yeah, so we'll, we'll be um, making a big announcement soon, just in terms of like, website and schedule and date. All that will be happening over the next uh, several months. But the dates are October 18th through the 21st. It is it is in downtown Chattanooga. Um, which so, is like the coolest place ever. Which is very cool. And
1: for us, it's just a straight shot down 111. Yes, it's yes. such an easy
2: drive and beautiful drive. Yes. I, I, I love Chattanooga. Yes. And I think, um, the you know, the past several years, we've had upwards of 60 different events as part of that week. So when I say there's something for everybody, there's truly something for everybody. Um, so you know, it is a great time to be in the city, and it's a great time to just take advantage of that like buzz and the networking and also the great content.
1: Yeah. What would you say to, to women who are kind of in their careers and they're not really sure? Um, they know they have some passion, mm-hmm. but they don't really know. They don't necessarily feel like they're qualified. Mm-hmm. You know, I think your your journey through Launch Tennessee mm-hmm. really shaped who you are. And yeah um, how, how, what advice would you give them
2: to kind of, to form a career path? Sure. Yeah. So my, my advice is, is, um, if, if a role doesn't feel quite right, see if you can pick up a little bit of some, something else, if you're happy with your current organization to see if that's a better fit and kind of feel your way to what, to what feels best for you. But also, um, I, you know, I think it was really impactful for me when I, Got an official mentor, and I say official mentor because I think we all have those people in our lives that that you, we come to for advice and that we feel that mentor relationship with. But you haven't necessarily said, "Hey, will you be my mentor?" Um, and and I did that. You know, I there was a woman who I really admired who was in a CEO position, and you know, we we had great conversation and camaraderie, but we didn't have that type of relationship and i made a formal ask and i had gotten that advice from somebody they said make a formal ask ask them for you know an hour a month to do lunch and talk about xyz and like spell out why why you value their time and how you're going to make the most of it and i did that and um she is still one of my mentors to this day but we are incredibly close but it was just so empowering and i also think she was very excited when i reached out and said. Hey, I really admire what you're doing, and and I think I could learn a lot. And I think sometimes it feels, you know, I kind of flash back on that, and I remember feeling so nervous to make it was that formal connection. And yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And now I'm like, oh, this is what everybody should do. This. Yeah.
1: So now that you're on the flip side of that, yeah. How you know what is that and. In- mean look like for the team that you manage or or, you know
2: yeah i i'm also really lucky in that i got to develop a lot of really good um, management habits from my first ceo at launch and see charlie brock who is is very well known in the chattanooga community so it's also nice that i'm in chattanooga now and and he and i get to spend time together in that mentor mentee relationship um but just just good management habits like having 30 minute one-on-ones with, you know, everyone on your team during the week, like having that kind of open door for communication, like investing, not just in people's professional growth, but their personal growth, you know, thinking about that in terms of how you do annual reviews, like catalytic coaching, like it should be a shared process. Um, so I'm just, I feel fortunate to have picked that up. I hope the team at CoLab is enjoying the implementation of that. Um, so how, if people want to find you or the CoLab, the company mm-hmm, lab. Mm-hmm. How can they find you guys? So our website is just CoLab.co. Very, very easy for folks to remember. Our Instagram is at the company lab, and then uh, and and I'm on Instagram as well, uh, public facing at lc in the cha, c h a. It used to be lc in the dc, there and it good. rhymes. Yes. So then I gotta yeah. figure that out eventually. Yeah. Um, and then my email is just lindsay at CoLab.co.
1: And it's a s e y. S e y. There yeah. you go. See you. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> So if you guys wanna check out the, the collab, if you're down in Chattanooga, definitely check out Startup Week for yes, all of our yeah. um, starters and movers and shakers. Mm-hmm. I feel like being around, just surrounding yourself yeah. with that community is inspiring. Yeah, thanks. And so yeah, I, thanks love, I love what you guys have going on down there. Thanks and so much. So thank you so much for being on today mm-hmm. and we'll see you later. Yeah, thank you. Confetti, coffee, and community. Need I say more? I am so excited to be celebrating my dear friend empowered by her previous guest, Amber Zardcourt and launching her second Fill Your Cup Conference, a one-day conference for passionate, career-driven women to pause, pour into yourself, and begin overflowing in every aspect of your life. This year hosted at the Monarch in Baxter, Tennessee on September 20th, 2021. It's going to be such a life-giving event. Use our promo code PBH10 to grab your ticket today.